With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Same goes for the NFL. Like, I'm willing to learn to see if we have an evolution with two old dogs. And we talked about a lot yesterday. Bruce Arians, old dog. Tom Brady, old dog. Working together, you know, Arians has been a quarterback whisperer for years. And Brady's obviously been successful for years. And then kind of the guy in the middle is Byron Leftwich, who's the offensive coordinator. Fairly inexperienced, but he's a former NFL starting quarterback during the Tom Brady era, right? So if there's a guy who can sit there with Tom Brady, he's like, man, I, I'm with you, man. This doesn't work. This doesn't. Now, he is not Tom. He was never Tom Brady. Byron Leftwich was like Brady, slow afoot, kind of slow release, but a big, deep ball thrower. 
like Brady, seen as a great leader. Remember, there's the, there's, there's the famous highlight of Byron Leftwich at Marshall having an injury and being carried down the field by his offensive lineman when they're in the two-minute drill. Like, one of the most iconic images I can think of, the leadership of the quarterback position. But now that leadership is being questioned because Bruce Arians continues to poke the bear, continues to poke the bear. He was on Buck's total access with Bruce Arians. It's like his coach's show, right? And he mentioned how well he thought the Bucks' offensive line played in pass protection against the Rams. <laughs> like, this dude is going out of his way to say that Tom Brady didn't play well. Quote, offensively, it's just a matter of each and every week if the quarterback plays well or not, and our job is to make sure he's comfortable and let him play well. So he says, we, he continues to say, like, we had a plan. We did the stuff in practice. The offensive line played well. He missed throws. NFL insider Dan Graziano said, uh, the rumors about tension between Arians and Brady are real. Are real. And there's this expression, and Colin uses it a bunch. And I, I fully understand it in my professional life, which is don't mess with happy. Right? Don't mess with happy. Now, I don't know if Brady was gleefully happy. Like, it's hard in New England. And the weather's bad. And it was bad. And the Patriots, it's the job. The fun is in the winning. And I'm sure at some point he's like, man, is this all there is out there? Is this all there is? I can tell you in, in my career, I was, uh, for nine years, 10 total, I was working for the other place. And one of the other places came and approached me and said, hey, we're going to start radio. We'll give you a TV show. You'll get to do college basketball. But the way in which I had always done things, it's not the way in which they'd done things. It doesn't make my way bad or their way bad. It's just a different way of doing things. I'll, I'll give you an example. So, look, when, when, I was, when I was at ESPN, the way it worked was I got my start because I was unafraid to knock on a door. That's really it. You know, I did some basketball games, and I, had a, I was a co-host of a nighttime radio show. And I got on TV by knocking on doors and a very good friend of mine, a guy named Barry Sachs, like, you know, we could use you, but we can't pay you. So I started to do college basketball analysis, NBA draft analysis on ESPN News. And then I would, if there was a snowstorm, there were plenty, I would go to the other basketball shows and say like, you know, Jay Billis and Dick Vitale, they can't, they can't land because you know, those guys don't live there. This is before the world of working remotely to do a studio show. I can fill in. And so every once in a while, we get a call to fill in. And then you do a good enough job. And the same thing would happen with Cowherd had that show Sports Nation. I was always around. Matter of fact, the only two, uh, two people to have their numbers retired from the old Sports Nation said, I got mine retired before Cowherd did because I left before he did. I was the, I was the consummate fill in. And I, I got it by just asking, right? You, you can't, people don't just come up with the idea of, you know, who'd be good, you know? And not every idea panned out to be a good one that worked out. Right? I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, John, um, what's his name? Ugh. Uh, I'm going to think of it in a second. He, he 
former NFL insider. He's NFL insider. He now works back in in Seattle. Uh, well, I'm, I'm like blanking on his name. John Clayton and Sean Salisbury used to do this, and it was kind of it was super cliche. I played, you didn't. I'm big, you're small, you're a dork. I'm you right. So I went to our our then boss, the ESPN. I was like, hey, why don't we do that for basketball? I was like, hmm. I said, you know, Digger Phelps and I, we don't really like each other. We just don't. You know, I, I don't know what it is. I have no problem with him, but he doesn't like me. But, you know, he's a coach. I'm a player. Why don't we do it for basketball? Got him. Mark Shapiro was the head of ESPN. He's like, okay, try. Sure. And we did it for a season. And I thought it was really good. And Digger did not think it was very good. And so we didn't do it anymore. But it was an idea. I, I, I got to host um, uh, Stephen A. Smith used to have a show called Quite Frankly. I was the only guest host in the history, quite frankly, did a week filling in for, for him. I used to guest host the Jim Rome show when he had Jim Rome as Bernie Remember TV show. Anyway, so I get to CBS and I'm doing a radio show, which is obviously, as you know, you're listening to the Doug Gottlieb show, Fox Sports Radio. I, we cover football. We cover baseball. We cover, we, we talk about very little about college basketball, almost never, except today's the day and then we get to march or whatever there's a big story we do so by the way you should download the all ball podcast ron baker former star wichita state tells us what what really happened when he played for greg marshall you don't want to miss it all ball download it um and so when i was at, at cps i had this deal where i would do my tv show and and we'd finish taping early on a friday night and then i would fly red eye to new york and work the next day and early in the season football's going on we would do like a six minute halftime i'd fly all the way out there i'd take a nap i'd take a shower i would shave i put on a suit tie put on makeup i do six minutes and then i could fly home i swear to god kind of an inefficient way so i did the and i said like hey you know you guys have that nfl show on cable on sunday morning well i hosted the one live tv show on cable during the week like if you need something like opinion on football let me know. I'll, I'm in town. I already make enough money. Like, I don't need any money. They were like morally offended by it. Now, why are you asking for more stuff? Don't you have enough stuff? Aren't you doing enough work? Why do you want? Like, I, I just I threw it out there. Why? Because that's what I've always done. What I've always done. And the more these people see you doing football, the more credibility it builds for your brand. That's the logic behind it. I thought it made sense. They didn't. Anyway, the point is that that's how I'd always done things. And from how I prepared for a game, you know, at CBS, you go to a game and they want you to have dinner with the crew. Well, I'd fly into town and I want to have dinner with the, with the coaches. I've, my dad was a coach. There's like basketball family. And you find out you go to their house and you have dinner and you, you, they tell you things that you didn't even know you needed to know about their program, about other programs. I mean, this is pretty obvious that they've both done things in different ways for years, for years. And now it's to the point of irritants, which is what happens when you're so used to doing it your way and you're so used to getting your way and you're so used to being successful your way. And somebody says, I, you have to do it a different way. And when Brady who has been called out by Belichick, but publicly almost humiliated. Hey, our offensive line played good. We showed him what to look. The throws were there in practice. He just didn't make them. He's confused the line of scrimmage. Like, what are you doing? And Bruce Arians can say, I've always done this. Yeah, but not to Tom Brady. 
Andrew Luck's a great player. He ever go to Super Bowl? No. Ben Roethlisberger went to two Super Bowls. His first one, the best pass was actually thrown by a wide receiver, Antoine Randall. You got Ben Roethlisberger when he was just a pup. Carson Palmer, now you didn't want it. He came out of Cincinnati. He was just happy to be in any sort of organization, you know, with Larry Fitzgerald and, and, and be able to throw the ball downfield. Like, it's completely different when you have Tom Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. So I think anybody who's switched jobs and had one job for a long time, been successful and gone to somebody else where they've been successful, understands it. That, that's me. Like I understand now CBS, now that I don't work there. I understand kind of how they were and how they worked. I just, I had never worked that way. You know, they had never had somebody who worked for radio and a TV show and, a, and college basketball. And I had never worked at a place where they didn't have all that stuff. And so what, what, we ha- what we have here is a failure to communicate. And of course, Dan Graziano, is, his report's one accurate NFL insider. He's covered Brady for years. He's covered the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for years. And he's like, tensions are starting to build. Why? Because at, at some, it's a budding of a heads and budding of egos. I do it my way. I do it my way. My way works. No, my way works. Right? Imagine going to Tom Brady and going like, hey, my way is going to work. And Tom Brady just sits there and goes like, I have six Super Bowl rings. Your way works. Bruce, you got one with the Steelers as a, as a quarterback coach, right? We got one. I have six where I actually played, including engineering the greatest comeback in the history of the Super Bowl. I have six. And you're going to tell me that my way of doing it not only isn't the right way of doing it, but then you're going to go publicly humiliate me and say that me at my age, I'm confused. I'm not confused. I'm just trying to do something I've never done before. So how does this end? Poorly. And, and the question, and like we all have this in business, right? We all have this in business, which is, should I just stay where I am? And this is why people go places where somebody knows them. This is why players always go where there's a position coach or a quarterback. This is why Philip Rivers went and worked for a guy who was his offensive coordinator before. Philip Rivers is not great. He might not even be good most weeks, but at least Frank Wright knows completely what he's getting, what, how he works, how he operates. So you know what you don't get from Frank Wright? You don't get any of this nonsense of, well, you know, offensive line play well. And Philip Rivers has been terrible in several games this year. You didn't hear it from Frank Reich. And, and I love Philip Rivers, but he is not half as accomplished as Tom Brady. Nobody's arguing that. That's why you go somewhere where somebody knows you and work with you before. Not just players, coaches, front office people. This feels like before I thought it might not work. It pro- then I was like, it ain't going to work. Now I feel like Brady is going to be like, I should just either stay or walked away. Just it's not fun. It's not fun to be told the way you've done it all these years that's worked for you all these years is wrong. My way is right. You're not doing everybody else is right. You're wrong. Fascinating. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds or... I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings pick six app, then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DUG only on DraftKings. Pick 6, the crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. Way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's welcome in Rod Woodson, Hall of Famer, of course, uh, famously not just a Raven, but a Steeler. And there will be no Ravens and Steelers tomorrow. It's supposed to be played tomorrow. You got the Ravens with a bit of an outbreak. 
it might help them get their running backs back because the, the the number of days required in order for you to recover. But Rod, what what must this be like for the Ravens, who have kind of been backpedaling here and struggling, and the Steelers undefeated to have a game postponed a day before it was set to take place? Well, I mean, you know, both programs they know who they are. You know, the Ravens know the Steelers. The Steelers know the Ravens. And really, if you look at the big picture, it really benefits the Ravens. You know, now they can get back you know, Ingram and, 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 and Dobbins and having those guys back, three out of their four, three had a monster in the running game, plus Lamar, that's a critical piece for them. Um, you know, they need to find a way to win those critical games, not only scoring points, but defensively, they, gotta get, they have to start getting critical stops like they were doing at the beginning of the year, and recently they have not done that. Okay, let's, before we get into the, the, the stops, let, let me start with the offense. Um, you know, based upon your unique ability to see the football f- football game as a former coach and a superstar player and analyst, um, what are your thoughts on the Raven offense? Like, I know you have injuries. You know, you lose your center to retirement. You, you lose your left tackle to, to injury. Um, and, but they look, they still have a talented tight ends. They still have Hollywood Brown. And yet for whatever reason, the offense hasn't progressed. It feels like it's regressed. What do you see from the Ravens offense? Well, they're not scoring 30 some points a game like they were last year. You know, they're scoring what 27 points a game around. Um, so it's not a real big drop off defensively. They're paying about the same. I just think, and if you go back and look at the history of this style offense, go back to Greg Roman in, 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 uh, with the 49ers, right, with Colin. When everybody first saw it, they, were, they, got, they caught everybody off guard, and nobody really knew how to defend it, and then a couple years into it, everybody, everybody played them a little bit tighter and a little bit better. It was the same thing here. Um, you know, it's, they, they, they seen it. They kind of understand it. They know that it's, gonna, it's a run game uh, in between the, the tackles. Uh, they will run on the edges. Lamar will run that zone reads and RPOs. Uh, most of those zone reads and RPOs are all based inside. Um, and I think everybody's starting to pack the inside of the field, uh, especially the short middle, and that's making Lamar have to throw the ball outside. And that's something that they haven't done consistently well yet with Lamar being the starting quarterback. So I, I think it's, it's not a dramatic change. Um, you know, four points does lose and win a lot of football games in the National Football League, so I'm not taking that lightly. Um, but, you know, they're, they're a good football team. And, you know, when you talk about the center retiring, um, the leadership, again, uh, leadership is very valuable in the National Football League in all major sports. And when you can have that leadership uh, during practice, during games, but then during the close games, you need that leadership on the field. And right now I think they're still trying to find who's going to be the main leader, the vocal leader for the Ravens' offense on a consistent basis. We know Ingram is that emotional leader. But who's going to be that leader that's going to speak wisdom to the team uh, when the game is tight? Rod Woodson joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. What about their defense? What's different there? Their defense is playing well. Um, It's just some of those simple plays, you know, like the Brown play. You know, it was a a three-yard slant goes for a 14, 15-yard touchdown, and he drags multiple players into the end zone. That's just that's not Ravens football. You know, when you go into the field at the Ravens facility at their stadium, you see where it says, play like a Raven. Well, that's not playing like a Raven. I mean, when you let one guy 
drag three players into the end zone and it's a three yard slant. Uh, you know, it's kind of disappointing to say the least. And, you know, I'm a fan of Marcus Peters. I think he's a playmaker. I liked him when he was even in high school from Oakland. Um, so, you know, they need to make those stops when they're called upon. They're playing good football. I think they're only giving up around 20 points a game. So they're playing really good football. It's just those critical stops in those moments. And then Achilles Hill is stopping the run in those big games. And they haven't done that on a consistent basis. And they have to show that when a team is going to come in, to, in there and play like Tennessee is going to play, that you have to be able to stop the run. Rod Woodson, our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Offenses are different. Steelers have always had a good defense. What is unique and special about this defense when you watch them play? Well, I mean, they're just playing. You know, ever since, go back to last year, the first four games they played absolutely terrible. They did not look like the Pittsburgh Steelers. And they made a trade, and they got Minka over. And Minka came over. In the first game, I believe he had an interception and a call fumble or a fumble recovery. I can't remember exactly which one. Uh, but what he did for the, the group is that that attitude is contagious. And it allowed everybody else to see it outside of TJ. TJ already had that in him. Uh, it let the rest of them see, oh, I can put my foot in the ground and go make plays. Hey, this is okay. It's, you know, coach is allowing us to do this type of stuff. So ever since he's been there, and even though he, haven't, he hasn't had number-wise uh, the, the games or the uh, season he had last year, he's, he's made a huge difference in the mindset of the back end and how the linebackers and the rush come together. And, and you love how TJ's really opened it up for everybody else in a pass rush because if you don't slide it to TJ, he's getting in the backfield almost consistently. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty, pretty special to watch. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. You mentioned leadership. What does it do to Tua's leadership where he's in his third start, he's struggling on the road against the Broncos, and he gets pulled? Now, he's, he's going to be the starter coming back to this week, but what does that do to a, a rookie quarterback's leadership, in your opinion? Yeah, I would, I would have liked to see him let him play, but obviously Flores knows his guys, right? Because when Flores made the decision to start Tua – including myself, I was like, man, what is he doing? I mean, Fitzpatrick, Fitzmadrick, the beard, the beard of wonder was playing really good football uh, for the Miami Dolphins. But he's seen something. Um, you know, I would like to see how a young player uh, at all positions are playing badly, playing poorly, and have the, the resolve to come back and have a decent ending to his game and follow up that the following week to see how he plays. Now, obviously – you already said that Tua is going to be the starting quarterback this week, uh, but it's going to be interesting to see how that mindset works for Tua. Is he does he shrug it all off, or does he let that rookie slump sometimes come into to play um, linger into game number two? Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, I have my own thoughts on Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. But, you know, Arians has been critical of Brady for missing on throws and misreading defenses. You played against Tom Brady. Uh, and, you know, they were the one team that were kind of your nemesis, right? They would, if I remember correctly, whether it's you or after you left, they'd come into Pittsburgh and they'd go five wide and they'd just dink and dunk you to death so that the, so the blitzes couldn't get to you, right? <laughs> couldn't, right, you know, right. Just get, he'd just get rid of it so quick. Like, we can't get home, he gets rid of it so quick. Now he's playing in a system where they want him to hold it and throw it down the field and... 
it's not going as well. Plus, he's 43 years old, and Arians is being critical of him. As a great football player and a great football coach, what do you think when you see Arians saying that, that Brady isn't playing well and everybody else is playing well around him? Well, you know, I, I think what it two, – twofolds. So everybody has to see how is going to – Bruce Arians is going to talk to Tom Brady. Everybody knows Tom Brady's the GOAT, right? One of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback to ever play in a National Football League. So everybody's watching, okay, how is Bruce going to speak to him when he messes up, comparable to us? Well, he's not holding his punches. It's like he wouldn't hold his punches to any other of the guys. Um, now, you know, Tom has made some bad reads. You know, that interception he had late in the game, um, you know, this past weekend, he just read it wrong. I don't know if he thought, you know, Godwin was going to go – you know, break it to the post and, and go across the face of the other safety. Um, you know, that's not a normal read for Tom Brady. But then again, he doesn't throw a lot of deep balls. Last time I remember Tom throwing deep balls is when he had Randy, Randy Moss. Moss. Yeah. Right? So that's the last that's time like, I that's like, remember that's like, that. How many years ago? How many years ago was that? That's a long time ago. <laughs> More than a decade you know? ago. <laughs> so it's, you know, um, I, I they're still a good football team. They're a solid football team. Uh, you know, and as long as, you know, they have three really good receivers and Gronk can play his way into shape, which he's looking like he's better, he's getting there, uh, and Tom keeps learning the system and learning what he's looking for and what he's looking at. Listen, I, I would think unless the wheels fell off, they're going to make the postseason. And, you know, facing Tom Brady and uh, Todd Bowles' defense in the postseason is going to be a tough task. Yeah, I, I don't – it's not the calling him out. It's the calling him out publicly, right? It's like one thing to point out you're not playing well. You need to play better. You need to make right reads. But to do so publicly, even Belichick never did that. Like, he gives the press yeah, nothing. But, but Bruce does that to all his players. I, I, under, I understand, but he also hasn't coached a six-time Super Bowl champion, a nine-time Super Bowl guy, and, and be like, yo, he, this, right. this system, that's, I mean, it sounds really good. Well, you know, the other thing was, when you went from, Baltimore and Pittsburgh, I would guess a lot of the cultural things are the same, right? Imagine, though, if you went to a completely different culture and style and you were asked to do things late in your career you hadn't done before. Yeah, I mean, which I did when I, went to, when I came to Oakland. Yeah. This is what I meant by when I, very, when I first said, you know, the other players are looking at Bruce and how Bruce was going to speak to Tom Brady or about Tom Brady when Tom Brady wasn't playing well if he didn't play well comparable to the rest of the team. Well, he's going to call out everybody, and he'll do it publicly. That's, he, that's as been his M.O. since he's been in the National Football League, right? That's who he is. Obviously, he's never had a Tom Brady, okay? But what he's doing with the rest of the guys, the rest of the 53 guys, is like he's saying, listen, this guy's no different, even though he's going to be, he's going to, you know, he has six Super Bowl rings. He's going to have a gold jacket. He's going to have a, you know, a Hall of Fame ring. He's going to have a bus in Canton. But he's not treating him any different. And he's, he's, he wants him, Tom Brady, to be a starting quarterback, to play at a certain level. And I think that it goes, you know, I, I would think, you know, Tom doesn't have a problem with it because I think what Tom would have a meeting with Bruce Aaron if he did have a problem with it, and it would be kind of squashed. Since it's still continuing on, I think Tom is letting it be the way it is for the fact that it helps the rest of the team. And at the end of the day, we know that this this game, the NFL football game, is played by complete team, and everybody has to play their part. And Tom is no different than that, and Bruce is letting everybody know that. 
Rod, I hope you have a happy and safe Thanksgiving. We really appreciate you joining us, and you just provide incredible insight. Thanks so much. All right, take, take care now. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRat.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRat.com sports. TireRat.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This was Adam Kaplan on the show yesterday when we talked about Carson Wentz getting benched. Is Carson Wentz in any danger of being replaced by Joe? None. No, I, I no, 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 no. The owner, no one, no, no. They, they've, here's the thing. He's playing poorly. He deserves to be benched based on what he's playing. But what they're, they've done is this. They said, you know what? We're paying this guy a lot of money. Yep. If we're going to get anywhere, because this division's so bad, it's very winnable. 
That's really what Doug Peterson's saying without saying it, because right. to the Philly media, it's going to be with this quarterback. And Jalen Hurts is not ready. I mean, he, the only time he comes in is what they call the Jalen Hurts package for one or two plays. Right. So what, what you haven't heard from me is, hey, you got to bench him for Jalen Hurts. First, I do bring in the bias of having spoken to some of these NFL people, watched Jalen Hurts myself, talked to people at Oklahoma, and 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 know why he was benched at, at Alabama. Jalen Hurts is... Did you guys watch... Um, did Have you guys watched Ohio State football? If, if you go back and... You look at Ohio State football going back a couple years ago, right? And they had a very similar situation where you had a really talented college football quarterback who just wasn't an NFL quarterback and no one could beat him out. Like Joe Burrow couldn't get on the field. JT Barrett was there. JT Barrett, you know, he had... 35 touchdowns, nine interceptions. You go back the previous year in 2000, 2017, 2016, he had 24 touchdowns, seven interceptions. You're like, why didn't Joe Burrow play? Well, it's really hard to unseat an incumbent. And the skill set it takes to play in college is different than the skill set. The throws are different than it takes to play in the pros. How didn't Joe Burrow play? Like, JT has already there. You couldn't beat him out. Now, would anybody in their right mind take JT Barrett over Joe Burrow today? No. And frankly, even Dwayne Haskins, who didn't have much of an NFL career, you wouldn't take him over Dwayne Haskins, who came in as a replacement and won the national championship, right? Because Joe Burrow was hurt. Of course not. So with with that in mind, that's who Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a better JT Barrett. He's a really good college quarterback who's good at running it. Can throw it some, just not a precision. He's a, you know, he's a pick and stick guy. He's not a progression read guy. He's not crazy accurate. He's good. He's fine. He's a good leader. He's a good guy. And you can use him in a bunch of forms. He's just an athlete. And they overdrafted him probably by two rounds. If Jalen Hurts was a fourth round pick, would you even? Would there even be just? Of course not. I mean, I guess you saw him in Alabama. Keep in mind, they had to replace him in a national championship. You saw him in Oklahoma, and they won the Big 12 but didn't compete for the national championship. You know? He, he, they also they had to simplify some stuff and make him more of a runner when he was at, at Oklahoma because he wasn't the thrower of the two previous guys, Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, who are NFL quarterbacks. It's a distinct difference in the two. So I... I respect all of my brethren in TV and radio. This is not a thing of disrespect. But when I hear people talk about, you got to pull it, like, no, you don't. Carson Wentz, once upon a time, was going to be the MVP of the league. Just last year, he led the Philadelphia Eagles on an improbable run and won some crazy games to win the NFC East. It wasn't like the NFC East was good, but he had to beat the Cowboys, and he had to do so with vagabond wide receivers. Based upon his contract, based upon his talent, based upon his ceiling, based upon his standing in the organization, it hasn't been discussed because it's not close to even going to happen. And we see this all the time. We, we, we see this in sports where we have these, this imagination that 
coaches are going to do things that there's no chance of them doing because of contract, because of ego trades. Like that's, that's the problem with the trade machine. We're like, well, I just trade this guy and trade that guy. And okay. But that that's not, doesn't work that way. Right. Sometimes you hold on to a guy because you know, his agent represents a guy you may want or his agent represent, or he's the best friend of it. Like there's all kinds of things. But you, you have to understand the nuances of contracts, the nuances of sport to understand that just because you want something to be true doesn't mean it has any chance of happening. You know, remember when LeBron was a free agent uh, two off seasons ago? I do. And one of the teams that was mentioned was the San Antonio Spurs. And like, well, he's all, he never played for a big time Hall of Fame coach. And, you know, they need a player and he needs a place in San Antonio. And then, you know, you start throwing things out there. You're like, well, there's no state income tax. It's like, look, LeBron James is going to be worth the billion dollars when he's done. Do you really think he's scared of some state income tax? <laughs> right. Do you really think he can't find a way to hide some of the money that he makes, defer some of that, those payments. So that he lowers his tax rate. Like, don't you think? And oh yeah, by the way, at some point in time, you're like, if I'm making a hundred million dollars a year, I can pay my fair share in taxes. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. He wasn't going to the San Antonio Spurs. The first, their first rule is to get over yourself. LeBron James is a great player. All-time great. You know he's not? He's not over himself. He's not going to San Antonio. Why are we having that discussion? He didn't. But people have. Tom Brady to the Colts. Do you think he's going to play for the team that Peyton Manning used to play for? Really? A, a rival? They were the nemesis of the Colts, and now you're going to go play for the Colts? That's, that's not happening. You're going to go play for the place where Josh McDaniels took the job and then changed his mind? It's not happening. You know? I mean, even def, even Deflategate, right? Deflategate was the Colts. That's who turned it in. You think he's going to go play for them? It wasn't... Well, maybe it wasn't a soft no. It was a that's let's not even bring that. Don't even say that team's name in my presence. But that's where we've gotten to. You know, we, we get to that reach sports radio, sports television. Hey, this is no, not even discussed. Not even discussed. And that's where we are with Carson. Carson Wentz. I'm not trying to tell you Carson Wentz is playing well. There's a myriad of factors. If you follow Dan Orlovsky, he pointed out some of the throws and what was behind some of them. But I would also tell you that the idea that he's going to get benched considering what he's owed and what's behind him, it's not happening. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Daniel Jeremiah joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. What's your reaction to the NFL moving that uh, Steelers-Ravens game to Sunday? Well, I'll be honest with you, Doug. It was a selfish reaction of immediately going to uh, the Internet and seeing, well, is there going to be a college football game I can watch on, on Thursday night? And realize that no, like we have the last it's two kind of crummy college games, the last of which I think starts at four. Um, so I, I guess I'm just going to go to bed early. That was yeah, my, hoops. That was yeah, my yeah, reaction. Yeah, co- college hoops will be on, although maybe there's some good games that are before the, the Thanksgiving games. Okay, is uh, there at night, at night, though, like a nightcap? No, I don't think so. I'll have to look for you. I need like a 7 o'clock something. 
7 o'clock West Coast? Yeah, you know, 6, at least uh, something into the evening. Yeah, I'll, I'll do my best. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can... See if I can work something, something up for you. I mean, literally, these, yeah. some of these games are like, do you want to play? Like, yeah, okay, we'll play. Where, where are you? Like, well, I don't even want to play New York. Okay, you got a gym? Uh, we'll work on it. Sure. That works. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what it, what, it, what it feels like. It really helps the Ravens, though, because, I mean, they, they, oh, they probably gosh, yeah. aren't, but um, they are in bad shape. And they're not in great shape anyway, and then you had both running backs out? Like, that was bad. Yeah, no, it gives them a reprieve, and uh... – it kind of it does hurt the Steelers. I know it sounds like they're a little upset about it, just because they were going to chance to get a little bit of time off after having their bye kind of taken away from them. So, uh, you know, that's hey, look, they'll use that. You know how it is. They'll use that as a rallying cry. Everything's kind of gone against them, and they still find a way to to to, to uh, persevere. So I'm sure they'll they'll rally around that. I got uh, I got a couple games for you tomorrow night: uh, Mississippi Valley State, North Texas, or New Orleans BYU. Uh, give me New Orleans BYU all day long. BYU is actually gonna be really good this year. Really? Yes. Yes. Their coaches. Do you remember Mark Pope? He played Sounds at uh, somewhat familiar. at Washington and then Kentucky and played in the NBA. He's their coach. Okay. And then they got the um, uh, they got the big kid from Purdue to transfer in Matt Harms, seven foot three center, and uh, they got a, they got a really nice team. I can't remember. I'll give my BYU basketball story. So when I my, the AAU team I played on all growing up, um, we uh, we used to practice at the Mormon gym. Yeah, uh, carpeted. We didn't. Carpeted I, I grew up gym. playing in Mormon gym in Orange, California. Oh, uh, there you go. So so we the same thing. And so our our uh, our coach is Mormon. It was obviously a huge BYU fan. So it was uh, they were playing San Diego State, and this is the Sean Bradley years. So I remember them. Our whole team going down there to watch BYU play against San Diego State. And Sean Bradley. And, we were down close enough where you could appreciate, you know, what is he, 7'6", seven, 7'7", seven, seven, uh, Sean Bradley? It, it, enormous. Um, and they had a poster that they gave us, which was Sean Bradley just standing up normally, and then everybody else on the team was standing on, on the appropriate size box so that they would all be the exact same height across the, across the board. So I had, a, I had a BYU basketball poster uh, as a son of a, uh, a, son of a Baptist minister. It was, a, it was an interesting combination. That's outstanding. That that is outstanding stuff. Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, let's get to you. Get, just got done breaking down tape. Uh, yeah. Of, let's. The, I know. I saw the Chargers. Right. That the tape yep. you just broke down. Yep. I was just looking at that. So I just finished that. Um, okay. So how'd the kid play? Really good, man. Um, he's uh, to me. It's they couldn't get a lot of pressure on him. They played a lot of zone. But his eyes have been so good, Doug, and, and just being able to find holes. And, and Keenan Allen caught 16 balls, which was just him, for the most part, settling in zones and Herbert locating him and putting it right on him. Uh, and the touchdown was ridiculous where he bought a little time to the left. And just when he sees your back, like that, it sounds silly, but it's some of the veteran-type things where when you see a defender's back and you can just let it rip. Um, and he's done that so many times this year where if you've got your back to the quarterback, it's, it's going to be a big player, a touchdown every time because he is going to be aggressive and let it rip. So that was, uh, that was what I saw from that one. And I thought, uh, you know, look, it, Hunter Henry getting more involved, I think is a good thing, uh, for, for this Chargers offense, starting to use him a little bit more. I think he's been a little under, underused. So, uh, that was good to see from that standpoint as well. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's really kind of incredible. How much blame do you put on the Bengals organization? Because they now they, they used their first-round pick last year to draft a left tackle. Um, they've used other draft picks you know, to, to draft offensive linemen. 
free agency for offensive linemen. And like perfect example of spending money is the Chargers have tried to spend money in free agency and 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 draft picks as well, right? Like they took a they took a guard instead of taking Pat Mahomes a couple years ago, and and yeah. it, it hasn't worked out. And Tom Telesco is an excellent evaluator of talent. How much blame do you put on the Bengals for the offensive line they built around Burrow? Well, it's interesting. I mean, it's been a while now, but you got to go back. I believe it was 2015, uh, and their first two picks were Cedric Obui and Jake Fisher. So they, they dedicated two picks in that draft to, to really try and address the offensive line, and they just happened to strike out on both those guys, You know, who you were hope at this point in time would just kind of be on their second contract and be pillars of that offensive line. They went and got Billy Price in the first round, whiffed on that one. Um, so sometimes I think people say, oh, they've ignored the need. Sometimes you just didn't pick the right guys. Uh, you know, they've tried to address that and they just haven't got the right guys. So, you know, I think they have a couple decent pieces going forward. I think Jonah Williams is going to eventually end up being a guard. Um, I like, I like Hakeem Adeniji who they drafted late. I think he's a, you know, going to be a quality starter, but they're going to have to throw free agent dollars and draft capital at the offensive line position. Uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's not good enough, but I, I don't, I don't agree with people saying, well, if you knew your offensive line was that bad, what are you supposed to do? Not. You're not going to play Joe Burrow. You're not going to put him out there. I mean, come on, you can't do that. It is fascinating to me though. Like T. Higgins has been a really good draft pick for them as a second round pick, right? Mm -hmm. And and if and you want if you want to make the case for the Packers should have drafted T. Higgins, you can. Like he's not all the best wide receivers taken, but okay. But there's if if they had taken a guard there or a tackle there, like would. Would, would would Bengal fans have a have a great reaction when he was drafted? Of course not, right? We all get attracted yeah. to the shiny stuff. No, I, I think that's fair. But um, you know, look, you, you I, I always go back to the fact you've got to take the best best players available, and that's why, and hopefully, in free agency, you can kind of take away some of the needs um, so that you don't really have the proverbial gun to your head. You know, with a certain position, the last thing you want to do is make a habit of not. Of passing up great players to take good players, um, so I, T. Higgins has been a home run pick. He's he's going to be a great player for a long time. I think their issues this year weren't because of you know not taking an offensive lineman with that second round pick. Their issues they've missed on too many first rounders uh, at the offensive line position. That's that's been the major issue. What is your opinion of Brady and Arians and Arians continuing to say like, hey, our offensive line played well. He just misread some stuff, and those throws work in practice. And and my point is, like, one, I wouldn't air it publicly. Mm-hmm. No matter what you what what you've done, like, it, it's a little different with Tom Brady. You can say it privately in front of the team or whatever, and you know, like it did in New England, but publicly I wouldn't do it. And the other part is, like, they're asking him to do something that he doesn't do. He doesn't hold the mm-hmm. ball and throw the ball down the field. It's he's ne- he has not done that the last decade in the NFL. What what's, what's your reaction? Yeah, me and Buffy were talking about this the other day, and just said, and, and we've talked about this, Doug. We, we just, when we talk about Brady going there, which was, I I, I want to see what he looks like towards the end of the season because I've talked to other GMs and other coaches who have had older quarterbacks, not forty three year olds, but late thirties, and have said the guy that we see at practice, you know, week one, two, three, he looks a lot different when we get to weeks, you know, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I think. You've seen with the Patriots the last couple of years, what they've done on that front is they've committed more to the run game down the stretch, become a more physical team and, and run dominant team. And then, you know, Brady throws the quick game off that. But that that's how they kind of morphed and changed. Now, my question is, does Bruce Arians have that club in his bag? Can he adjust? Can he change? I, I told Bucky, I said, if, if I'm Bruce Arians or if I'm in that coaching staff, I'm saying, guys, let's put our heads together here. 
let's get creative. I mean, Ronald Jones had 192 yards two weeks ago. It's the only game in the last five I think they've had anybody rush for over 50 yards or 52 yards. So they've got to run the ball more. They've got to be better in that department. So how can we do that creatively? Well, there's a couple ideas. You can do what Seattle did last year, which was play with a sixth offensive lineman for a good chunk of time. Uh, that way you can run the ball with that instead of putting another tight end out there. Put, a, put another offensive lineman out there. With six offensive linemen, you can go play action, max protect, take some shots to Mike Evans if you want. On you know, It doesn't have to be down the field, uh, but, but can be just you know skinny posts, quick slants off of that. So that's one idea. The other idea is, I mean, shoot, you can use some Wildcat stuff if you want. You know, let let the, you know, let Ronald Jones sit back there and run some Wildcat stuff. And the pushback is, well, you can't do that to Tom Brady uh, with what he's accomplished. Well, they do it to Drew Brees. Sean Payton realized with Drew they did not have enough firepower, so they had to start sprinkling in Taysom Hill just to give teams something else to worry about. And I think Tampa's in the same spot. Yeah, I, I don't know if you do. I don't know if you – like the Wildcat thing, that's – that feels extreme, but I do understand. Like you, you're getting. But I mean, to... it's the same thing, right? What's right. the difference with Taysom Hill coming in there? I mean, it's a, yeah, or basically the same. Getting to the same thing, whether or not Taysom you want Hill to was, was a quarterback. quarterback or... Taysom Hill's a quarterback. Ronald Jones is not a quarterback. Yeah, but I think when they brought Taysom Hill in, we've seen all the numbers. They weren't throwing it a whole lot with him when he was sprinkling in. He was coming in there to run the ball. Fair, 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 fair enough. I mean, I, absolutely in terms of a, a, a change of pace. But again, I don't know if he has that that club in the bag. Right? Yeah. That, that's, yeah, well, I just think, you know, at some point in time as a coach, you have to say, okay, this is what I've done my whole career, and I've had success with it. Well, it ain't working right now. So you need to adjust to the personnel and the strengths of the guys that you have instead of complaining about what they can't do and aren't doing well. You need to make an adjustment. Daniel Jeremiah, our guest, Move the Sticks is the podcast. Of course, you see him on the NFL Network. Um, let's, let, let's get to those, those Ravens. Uh, obviously, they, get, they have injuries. Lamar continues to struggle. Where, where are we on the Ravens' offense and the chance that they, they can fix it before the playoffs? Well, I describe their offense when, it, when it's been at its best. Is, is, uh, it's like it's a bullying and big plays, right? So you bully people, beat people up, and then get big plays. And one of the reasons they're able to bully people is because they've had a really good offensive line uh, that's built to run the football. Obviously, Lamar, we know the threat he brings in the run game. And they had that assortment of tight ends. Well, you know, you get rid of you get rid of one of your tight ends in the offseason. You trade Hayden Hurst for a second round pick. Uh, Boyle, who's the best blocking tight end in the National Football League, in my opinion, gets hurt. He's out. Your Hall of Fame guard Marshall Yonder retired before the season. Your starting left tackle Ronnie Stanley, who's one of the you know got paid as the best, I believe, the highest paid left tackle in the NFL. I think he's probably a top three, top four left tackle. He's gone. So you don't really have the personnel to bully and beat people up anymore. Um, and now you're just putting more of that on, on Lamar to, you know, to be able to really distribute the ball all over the field, which is not who he is or what he does best. So to me, it's not a surprise we've seen this thing kind of stall out a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you. Um, can you figure out what's going on in Jacksonville? Like, what is the point of turning to, to Glennon? The cynic, the cynical uh, folks will say, "Oh, they're trying to secure the, you know, their their hopes and chances at the first overall pick." Um, I don't know. I, I I don't like it. I mean, there's things you can look at a lot of these bad teams with some of the decisions that have been made. I know, uh, you know, with the Jets giving Frank Gore at 37 years old the bulk of the carries uh, makes no sense to me either. So uh, some of those are just kind of head scratchers. I got no answer. Yeah. Well, you know, it's I. I... A buddy of mine is a coach with the Lakers, and he was like, man, uh, there was two years ago when they were clearly tanking, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, uh, he's like, we're playing them. We're playing the Mavericks. And all of a sudden, like, anybody who hit a shot was coming out of the game. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> the Mavericks ended up beating them. It was, like, it, was, it was crazy. They kept going to the bench to try and find guys that couldn't make shots, and everybody made shots. That's too funny, man. That, that's great. It doesn't surprise me. That kind of confirms what a lot of us always think, you know? So, uh, yeah, there you go. Are the Packers too soft to win the whole thing? That's the concern is that they find themselves in these kind of street fight games and they never seem to be on the right side of it. I, I would say in this one, though, I mean, they came out and jumped all over Indianapolis, who's a very physical team. And, uh, you know, they were right there. Just didn't have quite enough, didn't play well enough in the second half. But I thought at least they were, you know, in a street fight game, I thought they were more than competitive in that game, which, which bodes well that it's an improvement over where they've been in some of these more recent games against physical teams. So uh, I I'm not ready to give up on them and say they can't win those type of games. I think this was probably one of their better performances in, in this type of a, a opponent. Carson Wentz. Uh, I saw Orlovsky go in on some wide receivers. The offensive line's bad. We pointed out that the contract and the investment, and I'm, I'm not a Jalen Hurts guy as a starting quarterback in the NFL, but wh- what do you think happened? You've been in Philadelphia. You've been in that front line. you worked for that organization. What, what should they do? Well, I don't know what they can really do between now, you know, for the rest of this season. I think that the, uh, um, you know, the cure to this problem is probably going to have to wait till 21. Um, you try and put some band-aids on it, and uh, they've gotten a little bit healthier around him with some of the skill positions. But Jason Peters can't play left tackle anymore. He's that that's that ship has sailed. I don't know. Now they've got Jordan Mailata who played better than him. Um, they can they can put him over there. They can do a little bit better job of protecting Carson. But Carson has been fundamentally flawed, uh, mechanically flawed, and I don't. You know, when you watch him, I don't know how you come to any other conclusion than the fact that he's lost. He's lost a lot of confidence. You start guiding the football, um, you don't trust it, and to, to just cut it loose. There's just uh, those are a lot of issues that I think to me are probably going to take an off season to, to, to correct or have a, a chance to correct. Yeah, no, I mean, the, even that last interception, I didn't think it was his fault. He did kind of throw it strangely, just kind of guided yeah. a little loft pass yep. to, to Fulgham, and Fulgham got pushed and they got picked, but it was more how it was thrown was, was bizarre. Yeah, it's not, it's just, it's, you know what it looks like if you want an image of it? If you go to Thanksgiving and you're, you've got little nieces and nephews or kids around, when you're an adult trying to play catch with a little kid and you're trying not to hurt them and just trying to guide the ball and feather it in, that's what, that's what Carson looks like at times. Awesome stuff, DJ. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Safe travels to Buffalo. And for people who don't know, this is what's interesting. So you guys are going to Buffalo. The Chargers are going to take on the Bills. Tom Telesco, I believe, is from Buffalo, but he can't leave the hotel. He can't, like, you can't go see your family because you're on a work trip. Yeah, that, that's true. That's for everybody on the road. But, you know, with us calling the games, me and Money, we, we call it from a studio in Burbank. So we haven't traveled. You don't even go? We tra- no, we have not traveled to a road game all year long. We call it off monitors. In, in uh, a Spanish studio in uh, in Burbank, so that's what that's how we've done it this year. It's kind of challenging, man. But uh, I'm going to be honest with you: no no buses, airplanes, and hotels. Uh, your game this week is a 10 a.m. West Coast game. I'll be I'll be home by two o'clock. That doesn't suck. Daniel Jeremiah, DJ, great stuff. Thanks for joining us. See you, bud. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus this is malcolm gladwell from revisionist history eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 